secret location in the city that moves mountains. Greetings. I've come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. What's up, Flockers? Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Episode 84 of Here to Chew Bubblegum. I hope everyone uh, enjoyed last week's episode that you can still listen to, episode 83, our XM demo. Um, I did have some people that I know in, in, in real life uh, that uh, told me they really, really enjoyed that, and uh, that if we did not get picked, uh, something was very, very, very wrong with that. I got similar feedback. A lot of a lot of the flackers enjoyed it as well. Dirty Dan, what about you? Did you get did, did you get feedback from anyone? I just play it at work, and everybody's so used to it, and they're all like, "Oh man, oh my god, that's crazy!" It it, it wasn't anything new. Well, now I also. Got comments on my beard and your beard from somebody that watches the uh, Twitch feed. And uh, they said that we had great beards. And I said, well, who has the greatest one, me or Dirty Dan? And they said, neither one. MG Dave. Nope. They said, neither one. They said, Rebecca has the greatest beard. Oh, thank you. You know, I work really hard on it. I'm joking, Rebecca. Nobody said that. It's just a joke. Come on. Come on. (laughs) Well, you enjoy that little nugget that I just said uh, when you when you listen to the recording later, Goose. Dingy Dave. No, it was after that you were talking. Oh well, well, well. Tell me now. Tell me now. Nope. Why? Because you're gonna have to go back and listen to it. Okay. And then you're gonna have to send that sound clip to Rebecca. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> How's your guys' week been? First, you know, thank you very much for having myself and Darian at uh, Char's birthday party last week. We had a blast. Dirty man, uh, dirty man, dirty Dan's meat tastes great. It cannot be beat. I had it in my mouth. I swallowed it. It was delicious. <laughs> uh, no What's comment, wrong, Rebecca. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> So how's your week been? Your week's been good? He's talking to you. I, no, I thought he was talking to you. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking to you, Dirty Dan. Dirty Dan, how has your Dirty week has been? Has been. your week been good? I, I, my week has been extremely busy. Mine and then has, we came has home with another dog. And uh, congratulations to Darian. Thank you, thank you very much. Yes, I was, I was very, I was very, very proud of him uh, for that. And I didn't find out about it until after it was over. And uh, he did get upset with me when I posted the first thing on Facebook. And the other thing was a total surprise for him as well. So I will pass along congratulations. We did have someone send us in a seven-second voice clip, and uh, they also messaged me on on Facebook on my private account. And wanting to know what the hell this guy was saying. Um, I saw this on TikTok like weeks, months ago. Uh, and this guy's from Tennessee. Let me go ahead and play this clip. And uh, 
See if you can figure out what this guy is saying. I know most of what he's saying, but there's one part in the middle I don't think I'm right. I'm going to go ahead and play it. That son of a bitch down there just able to call the law like I said tonight. I ain't bullshitting you. I'm saluting. What? <laughs> okay. All me... I heard was sass and bullshit. Okay. All right. Let, 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 let me play it again here. That son of a bitch down there just able to call the law like I said tonight. I ain't bullshitting you. Did you hear it that time? Dirty Dan did. Uh, it, it may be easier for Dirty Dan to hear it where he's got the headphones on. Did uh, you hear it, Dirty Dan? Oh, I heard it. Okay. What did he say? What do you think he says, Dirty Dan? Uh, I, I just know that's Jim Tom. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's from Moonshiners. Okay. All right. But, uh, and that, yep, see, yeah. it was sped up. Okay. So, it was, so it, it was okay. So it sped up. It sped up. I think he says, that son of a bitch down there is liable to call the law like I was asked. I ain't, uh, I ain't bullshitting you. Absolutely. I heard liable to call the law on my ass. Okay. It's it's from it's from a Moonshiners episode. Okay. It's just okay. all sped up. It's when he he took the camera crew I think down to his house, and he was making another uh, worm, copper worm. Okay, so he's, he's hold on a second. Hold on a second. Can we just talk about this for a second? The fact that out of a sped up seven second clip, you're able to pull the fucking episode of Moonshiners from God knows how long ago and recall that shit. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm understanding. You're amazing, Dirty Dan. That son of a bitch but down there. You can't there. remember me asking you to do something. That son of a bitch down there is liable to call long like I was asked to. Absolutely. It all just glitched out to whatever Goose just said. So, well, you, you can you can you can listen on playback. Well, we do also we we don't before we start email. We rye have whiskey, rye whiskey. Please don't let me down. We do have uh, we we don't have an email from bowling this week. We do have an audio met. We we actually have a video, and uh, the video will, will be posted later on this week on here at Chew Bubblegum YouTube page. Um, I had a little fun with the audio clip, and uh, I'm going to try to post this on TikTok later on today or tomorrow. Um, but here is uh, me messing around. <laughs> With and and editing myself, the audio where um, Mr. Bowling Cox is talking about the Reverend Billy Joe Farnsworth, and uh, this is about a minute and forty six seconds. Let me play this for you guys, and I'm going to leave our mics open as we listen to it. Hello, gang. It's been a while. The flock is under attack. They're not really because it's just one delusional, senile motherfucker billy joe farnsworth and he's kind of put me under attack and included uh the flock he appears to be um to have gotten kicked out of his last couple of churches i i, I ain't got it in front of me i didn't take notes i ain't professional like goose and dirty dan but i think he got kicked out of the first church for um raped by a bear now of course, he probably won't be able to do this because he's probably a registered sex offender and he's not allowed to probably even be on social media. But 
I would love, I would love, and and I've already I've already talked to um, Goose and Dirty Dan about this. I would love to just sit down one day and just just talk, you know, not really debate even, just just have a talk with Billy Joe and and see if the Reverend Farnsworth is what he says he is. <laughs> we know he's not, uh, but that's my challenge to you, BJ. Um, want to have a little debate? That's my promise to to Goose and Dirty Dan and Rebecca and the Here to Chew Bubblegum listeners. If nothing comes of this, then we'll know we was dealing with pure evil. Damn it, Sally Jean! Yeah! And uh, that was the audio clip. You know, uh, I would, I would love to have Bolin and, uh, I'm just going to call him the Rev. Okay. Now, uh, um, do an interview like Zach Galifianakis style. Oh, oh, you're talking about, uh, behind the fern. Yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) We could, we could, we could probably set that up providing that the Reverend does man up and, uh, uh, accept the challenge. Um, and like I said, well, if he doesn't, then 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 he's just a devil lover. Yeah. Well, see now, I see what you're doing there. Reverse psychology. But uh, <laughs> again, um, that is not entirely how the uh, video goes from Bowen. I may or may not. I actually did edit around and have a little fun to try to uh, uh, embarrass the Reverend. But that the the uncut video will be coming up on YouTube later this week. Now, Bowen did mention that he would like to have a debate. So that got me thinking. Maybe at Flockfest, we could have them debate. We could have a dance-off. We could have a rap battle. Or Dirty Dan suggested we have a wet t-shirt contest between the two. What do you guys think about that? Rebecca? I'm here for it. I'm here. I'm here for it. I feel like... Like there's just gonna be it's gonna be like fucking TikTok in real life, and there's just gonna be all these little sections on the property of all these different like you can just scroll through. True, and uh, <laughs> that 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 is awesome. Like, that is over awesome. Here we're gonna make paper. If you want to go to the wrestling match, you're gonna have to go over here, right? The introvert section is down by the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get lost going in the time portal barn. See you at five for dinner. But, uh, you know, this is going out to our, our, our Twitch audience. Would you like to see Bolin and the Reverend debate, do a dance-off, or a rap battle, or all three? And we'll have a best of three, and we will let people at Flockfest decide who the winner is. So, yeah, and by best of three, let's say that they have a debate, and Bolin wins the debate. They have a dance-off, and for some reason, the Reverend... Uh, wins over Bowling. That's one to one. And then Bowling comes back and wins the rap battle. Bowling's won. He's hands down. The, the flock fest champion. Here's what I'm going to say. If you want to handle all that and set that up. Okay. Be my guest. Um, the winner has to do a shot of tequila with me. The loser also has to do a shot of tequila with me. I don't know if the Reverend would do that, but, you know, he... Uh, I got something special for him, don't worry. Okay, okay. I know, I know. 
Well, that sounds good to me. Do we want to go ahead and jump on with some email? Rebecca, you got the first email this week. Oh, God. Yep, I'm here. This is from Dempsey. Hi, guys. Oh, it says, hey, guys. Sorry. Episode 82 is hands down my favorite episode to date. The honesty shared by everyone in that episode really touched me. Goose, before I ask my question, I want to say that I thank you for your service. Here's my question. I've done extensive research on Hangar 18 and the Roswell, Ros, Roswell crash. Some people seem to think that it was propaganda to make the Russians think that the U.S. had technology far beyond the Russian means. Do you guys believe this theory? Roswell. That's a great question. Uh, I do not believe that theory, that it was just propaganda to make Russia think we had better technology than what they did. What do you think, Dirty Dan? I think uh, they wound up using it as propaganda, but I don't think... I think that was just a bonus. I don't believe that was any intention at first at all. Um, like I, I, just, I just think it was a bonus, and they, they they realized it and they said, "Oh, let's do this." You know, and and the reason I don't think it was just used as propaganda is because, and like me and your dad talked last Sunday, the technology yeah. that came after Roswell five, ten, fifteen years later, you know, that it, it just advanced too quick. What's your thoughts, Queen? I don't think that it was used as propaganda so much, but as far as the technology coming after that, I think that it was in a way kind of covered up because the technology was already there and they were with like all of those expos and stuff that mm -hmm. they used to do when like the industrial revolution took off and they were basically uncovering machines not building them so i think that it was already there like i don't think that anything you know what i'm saying uh, yeah yeah I, I i know exactly what you're saying that's that's a very good theory um i still think i mean you know if there, if there's one thing that we've been lied to about and we've and our government's lied to us Thousands and thousands and thousands of times. Some of the stuff we'll, we will never know. Roswell happened. I mean, there's there's no doubt in my mind Roswell happened. And, it, and, and they had the report right the first time. That is what happened, you know. And they put the report out like that the first time because they never dealt with, they never had a uh, scenario set up to where, you know, if this happens, what do we do? So the guy, right. the PR guy, told the truth. You know, Leslie Nope would have had a plan. <laughs> Are you talking you about Parks and Rec, Leslie Nope? Yep. Well, yep. her plan would have probably been throw a party for uh, uh, little Sebastian. So. Well, heck yeah, but wow, cool would have been to have a little alien riding around little Sebastian. Well, that would actually be cool as long as it does not fall in the pit. <laughs> no, a Andy's got that covered. <laughs> Dirty Dan, take our next email there. <clears throat> All right, we got a... Wait, wait, wait. Uh, of, wait, wait one sec. Before you read it, you can read the uh, entire thing. Okay, I was going to anyway. Okay, if, if you've not pre-read it, there's, you'll, you'll understand why I said that. I, I, no, I, I read, he says, and you don't have to yeah, read this yeah, in the show. But just go ahead and read it. So we have a uh, longtime friend of the show here, Luke Fugit, writes in saying, Hey guys, another great show. It did kind of take a turn after that email, LOL. 
Goose, if listeners have been paying attention, I don't think your reveal is that much of a surprise. Told you. By the, by the way, Goose, you don't have to read this part on the show if you don't want to. I have known and been friends with you for a very long time. During that time, I've come to have a deep respect for your morals, honesty, and integrity. You are a very good man, and I'm honored to know you. With all that stuff out of the way, oh well, the lucid dreaming machine is going well. I've been able to reliably get into a lucid dream whenever I use it now. I think the binaural beads help more than anything. Also, Rebecca's advice on remembering a dream seems to have worked. Not sure how, but I'm glad it did. I have had conversations with my dad in my dream, in a dream, which was nice to see and talk to him again, even if it was a dream. One reason I watched or wanted lucid dreaming was to remember some things from the time in the army. I have seen some things that wouldn't be relevant to the show, but can't remember the details. I, of course, couldn't reveal classified information because I, too, took an oath. But there are things I could tell about that won't break that. I can't remember stuff like I used to. I guess I'm getting older. Better than the alternative, though. You mentioned liking Texas. I lived in Texas for a while myself. Not my favorite place. George Strait wrote a song explaining why. It contains the words, that's why I hang my hat in Tennessee. Y'all keep up the good work, and we will all keep listening. Your friend, Luke Fugit. Thank you very much, Luke, for that email. Um, Luke, and I, I will go out again. Uh, if uh, Luke finally got a TikTok a couple months ago, and if you're not following him, and, and I don't know his handle, um, he will be next week's shout-out. But uh, like he – I, I think so. He's doing some amazing stuff on there. And I tagged you in some of his videos, Dirty Dan. He's actually oh, – no, uh, and, and I'm going to say this wrong, and you can explain it after I butcher it, Dirty Dan. He's actually got these plastic jugs, and he's burning them and turning this into fuel, gasoline. So it's he's extracting the petroleum out of the petroleum product. And – trying to find you know a not free but much cheaper way to just get a little extra gas because and it, Brandon. And, and 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 it actually worked because he collected some and poured it on the ground and lit it and it started right up i mean yep. you know he had uh, and i think in one of his last videos he said he was going to get like a small engine and and test it out before he actually tried to use it to see you know if it does does work and, and stuff. how about how about the sides to his truck that was his response to a thief yeah yeah you want to that's that's just badass you can you can you can tell a little bit about that that was a family truck tell, it, yeah it was his father's right yes well he got the truck and he had some tools in the back of it one day and um my understanding is uh a thief came about and, and helped themselves and so, uh, you know, instead of ruining the bed and the bed size, drilling holes into them, uh, putting a truck box in there, ruining the look of the truck, he built internal storage similar to how the Ram box came out uh, with the, the bed sides, the bed rails that, that you could put some road sodas in. But he's got a whole bunch of storage from front to back, and you'd never know it was there. No. And he just... It's like bat wings, and they just come up, and I, I, everybody just go check out his videos. It's cool as hell. Um, let's see. Uh, Dimps, or, I'm sorry, Benjamin says, hello, here to chew bubblegum. I know this isn't possible to get another shot at life with the same body 
and the same people I've met, but I would love to get to do that and make different choices. Do you think humans will ever be able to do this? That is a great question. Uh, I'm right there with you. I wish, you know, there's some things I wish I could get another try at. No, I do not think that you, we will be able to do it. Maybe a clone of you will, will be able to do that. Rebecca, what's your thoughts on that? What is it? The same, get another shot at life with the same body. Same body. And the same people. Yeah. You know, me and I took the same people. Like restart life. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted just to restart all over and over, but have the same people in his life that he does now. I don't, I don't see why not. And I don't see, because I also believe that there's, Oh God, this is going to get, <laughs> I, I believe that there's like parallel dimensions and universes where there's like another version of you that made different choices. That's living a different life, right? Like that, those moments where like your life changed, right? If you hadn't made those decisions, just like there's another version of you that is living its highest. Per- like, I feel like there's all of these things. Just go watch Family Guy if anyone's confused what we're talking about. No, it's not a Family Guy thing. Is like there's like a parallel, like there's a whole nother you existing in a different time. Dirty Dan, what's your thoughts? <laughs> that it's it's like Family Guy, like when Stewie and Brian are going through, and and Stewie is showing Brian the different dimensions, where everybody's everything's buff slightly different, and yeah. Everything's you know yeah everything's backwards or. Everything's dark. Everything's light. Like it's, we have no idea how many different variants are out there. Right now, and you know, Benjamin Benjamin could have wrote this email, and fuck for all we know, he wrote an, an email to us again from a different dimension, saying the exact opposite of what he just said. And we have, uh, you know, Maypole. Eight said, but if you make different choices, would you have different people in your life? That that's a very that's an excellent question. Probably. So if we go, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, I was just going to say probably, and I was going to comment just a little bit. You know, you were talking about other dimensions and stuff like that. Years ago, I would be like, nope, that's not possible. No, no. I've started researching that some over the last couple of years, and I think that. You know, even scientists can't explain. Well, first, they think it is possible, and there's some things that they can't explain. And if you take deja vu or you just meet somebody and you really connect with this person and feel like you really, really know them, I think there is stuff going on on there that we can't explain. Rebecca, take it away. So I, I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. But then there's also free will, right, which goes into that. And when you don't listen to your intuition, and I feel like those are those moments where, like, like it breaks off like an adventure, right? Like, turn to page 72 to the cave, turn to page 84 to keep walking on the path type of, type of situation. But I, I also truly believe that everybody comes into your life for a reason. Now, let me ask you this question. And this, this, you know, spins off Benjamin's question. If you could do that, or not, not necessarily Benjamin's question, but if, but if you could go to a different parallel universe, and let's say that you observed your, yourself there, and you're like, I like this place better than, than what I've come from. He, he's got a better job or, you know, whatever it may be. He don't have the daily struggles that you do. Would you try to knock him off and take his place, 
or would you go back to your own uh, dimension? So you're speaking in the terms of like actually seeing yourself yes. in another. Yes. I, I don't know. Then you're going to get into like, then you're going to fuck a whole bunch of shit up. I don't know. Like the butterfly effect. What about you, Dirty Dad? Would you, uh, would you just observe and be like, all right, and, and take notes from the guy to take back with you? Or would you actually try to take the place? Because that is you as well. You know, let's say that is you as well. I have one question before I answer that. Okay. Is there a button that I get to hit once that will just completely rewind everything if I royally fuck up and send me back to where I need to be and let them be where they're supposed to be? Now we're getting into the time portal issue. No. Right? No. This happened, right? Like, get the fuck back where you came from and don't come back here. <laughs> like, you fucked it all up. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't get, I don't get a safety button. You don't no. get a safety button. Fuck no. Fuck no, I ain't doing it. Well... Why? I know myself. Why? Because <laughs> I'll fuck something up. <laughs> so what you're saying is your life is pretty good right now, and you're not going to risk it for the biscuit. That is the, that is exactly the way that I heard it. My life is pretty good same. right now, and I'm not going to risk it for the biscuit. Same, Dirty Dan. I don't. I don't think I would either. I don't think I would knock the person off and take their place. Uh, I'm I'm pretty happy in life. I'm I'm pretty grounded. I'm, you know, I just love how things are here. I mean, now if I could go visit another another dimension or parallel universe, yes, I would do it as long as I could come back. So that would be the only way. But here's the thing: is you don't know the consequences of good luck, just as you don't know the consequences of bad luck. And wanting to change water or glass to gold could cause your hair to fall out. Well, I've actually had my head what? shaved before, and I look pretty damn sexy bald as well. So That's what you got out of that, really? I'm just throwing that out there. So Okay. Oh, no, that's not what I got out of that. <laughs> oh. Uh, I want to thank everyone for uh, leaving an email and leaving the uh, – What'd you say his name was? Jimbo? Jimbo voicemail? Or clip? Jim, Jim Tom. Jim Tom Jim clip. Tom. Jim, Jim Tom, Tom clip. Yeah, Jim Tom. Two first names. We got two first names. Jim Tom. Uh, speaking of why that. Why isn't it Tom Jim? Yeah. Why isn't it Tom Jim? <laughs> Ask his parents. Speaking of something that I thought about this week, and, and, and I knew it, you know, uh, beforehand, but it is so cool that – the Queen's dad's name is Robert, and Bob, Dirty Dan's dad's name is David, because you know my name David is David. Robert David. You know, oh. so oh shit, that's right. You know, and I I just think that that's really really cool. And I forgot uh, you had a different person. Yes, so you know that is very cool. I think. Um, but again, I want to thank everyone for uh, sending an email in, sending the voice message. Uh, you can always call, text, or leave a voice message by calling 606-373-3396. That's 606-373-3396. Or you can email. How can they email Dirty Dan? Well, you can email Goose at Goose at HereToChewBubbleGum.com, Dirty Dan at HereToChewBubbleGum.com, Rebecca at HereToChewBubbleGum.com. You can always email into the show, Netter Elliot, at HereToChewBubbleGum at yahoo.com 
Very good. Do you guys want to jump on to segment one or take a take a quick break? I need to go take, take care a break. of the tiny segment quick. Okay, sounds good. You want to come back in 10 minutes? Yeah, we can do 10 Okay, minutes. for those of you watching yes. on Twitch, we'll be back in 10 minutes. For those of you listening to the podcast, we'll be back momentarily with uh, segment one. In the segment one, we're all going to just talk about whatever we want to. It is Open Topic Show. You're listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum. We'll be back in just a moment. Fast car, I got a ticket anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Many places better. Start from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something. But me myself, I got nothing to prove. Cicada 3301, part three and conclusion. On January 5th, 2013, Cicada 3301 returned with a new message. The game was on and round two had begun. The second puzzle was more of the same thing. Hidden messages, book codes, ciphers, hidden websites. Remember these numbers down at the bottom? They ended up being clues for the second puzzle. Another clue in the second puzzle was this here, the Gematria Primus, which is a system of runes to letters to values. The letters and values led to following clues, but once the second puzzle ended, everyone realized that the runes were never used. These kind of look like Icelandic runes to me. I know that that P-shaped rune makes the TH sound in Icelandic, but I'm not sure about all the others. This time there was no announcement from Cicada saying they got who they wanted. The trail just went cold and the puzzle was over. But a year later in 2014, Cicada was back with a new message. Hello, epiphany is upon you, your pilgrimage has begun. Enlightenment awaits. Because of the use of the word enlightenment, people theorized that this was the work of the Illuminati, because of course they did. Of course this was a one-stop speculation. As with the previous two puzzles, there were hidden messages, book codes, dark web links, ciphers, and even music files. But the third puzzle revolved around a mysterious book called the Liber Primus, which is Latin for first book. It was apparently authored by Cicada 3301 and was written mostly in the runic alphabet we didn't use in the second puzzle. But the Liber Primus proved to be more difficult to decipher after it had already been translated. It read more like a philosophical manifesto than a clue. In the end, Liber Primus was never fully translated. There was no announcement from Cicada saying they found who they wanted, and the following year there was no puzzle. But two years later, Cicada returned with a message informing that no one had solved the third puzzle. And it still hasn't been solved. Now remember, some clues from the third puzzle were found in the second puzzle. Some from the second puzzle were found in the first puzzle. Remember this unused poem from the first puzzle? Makes me wonder if there's going to be another one in the future. But that was essentially the end of Cicada 3301. There were people who claimed to be winners of these puzzles. And though there are a lot of conflicting stories, a lot of them did say the same thing. According to them, Cicada was an international organization who was looking for people to develop software that would protect the sanctity of privacy in the digital age. This is simultaneously the most fascinating, plausible, and comforting theory. Let me put it this way, a secret society of super intelligent people working together to protect people's privacy. That's really comforting to me. Of course, even this is just a theory. But in a time of New World Order conspiracies, I'm going to go with the comforting one. You can always contact Rebecca for questions, segment ideas, or if you have a topic you want her to discuss. Rebecca at HereToChewBubbleGum.com 
town She had a reputation As a girl that got around Main Street after midnight And a brand new pack of cigarettes Fresh wine hanging from her lips And a beer between her legs Right down to the river We're just waiting on David Ann. Oh, David Ann should be coming momentarily. Welcome back to Here to Chew Bubblegum. Am I echoing? Okay, no. I was echoing for a second. I'm good oh. now. I didn't hear you echo. It was probably my shit fucking up. <laughs> so, uh, some of the comments there. <clears throat> oh, we're waiting on Dirty Dan to come back. So, Zena took up with, with Char. Yeah, she like latched right onto that little girl. Oh my god, it was it was honestly incredible. Like this dog, literally. I mean, look at them. Do you see them in the corner there? Yeah. So we got. Oh god, can I do that? So there's Grace. Grace was first. Grace gets mm -hmm. prior. I make sure that she lays down first. Okay? Right. And then this thing. This is Rain. Rain laid laid down. Arctic's over here. He got hot. Um, and then Zena just came over and kind of plopped herself on top of the whole thing. I need a bigger dog bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, we can definitely do that. And uh, when I met Mama Flocker last week, too, I, I, she is awesome. She's amazing. Mama Flocker is something else. She is uh, amazing. Uh, during break there. She made a good cake. I want to know how she goes to me. She goes, so um, what kind of cake do you want for your birthday? So being I'm making Goose his own cake. I was like, wait a second. I was like, you're making Goose the cake? And then you're like, yeah, remember you told me that you liked blah, 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 whatever it was that you wanted. I'm like, okay, sure, I guess that's what we're doing. So Mama Flocker is going to make multiple cakes. Oh, that is, I, I, I cannot wait to eat. I cannot wait to eat that. I mean, there is nothing. And if, if anybody's watching on Twitch and they're, they're in their 40s like me, there is nothing. The, the homemade yellow cake mix with the chocolate icing, that is like the best. I mean, and it does not get any better. And uh, people say that that's plain, uh, but that is my favorite. I mean, it will always hey, hands down be white my favorite. Cake. I'm here for the white cake with the vanilla frosting. Like, I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. No, no, the yellow cake mix, you know, old school yellow cake mix, chocolate icing does not get any better than that. Well, Goose, she's going to find you a goose and put the goose on the cake, too. Oh, that's awesome. See, see, oh, my yeah. God, the best, a damn classic. So... <laughs> You know. So there will be, at Fox Fest, there will be yellow cake with chocolate frosting. And I may share it with you guys. No, I, I will share it with you guys. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to Flock Fest. Uh, during the break, I was uh, texting a guy that, uh, excuse me just a moment, that uh, I will tell you about later. Um, and hopefully he will be maybe coming on the show as a guest. Um, I'll tell you guys about this when we stop recording today. But uh, this guy has an amazing story, and uh, hopefully he'll share it with us. Now, when he, I, I don't know if he'll be hanging out with me in the studio or if he'll take part in the show. Hopefully he'll take part in the show. But uh, we, we do have a really amazing person coming up within the next four weeks that will be on the show. Also, coming soon, we will have Angela Schick on the show. We were originally going to have her today. But she has COVID, and, uh, you know, we had to reschedule that. And I did send out emails. Uh, I'll, I'll repost the video when she comes on. <laughs> I deleted it. We, you uh, know, it's like I texted her, and I was like, 
Well, I deleted the video. I didn't check my email. And I was like, but Goose kind of knows better than the email. He knows that I don't check those emails until the morning of the show. And uh, I was like, you know, it's funny because I was going to text you. Uh-huh. And I was like, I hadn't heard anything yet. I just figured I was good and I did it. And then he texted me. I was like, fuck, I knew I should. Damn it. I should have listened to myself. I should have checked those emails. Um, for every, and I, I don't have a sample. Let me see if I could pull this up really quick. This is This is on the spot here. Um, I, I did have some people telling me that they follow the Johnny Goble, Ryan Upchurch saga. Have have Dirty Dan? Have you? I, I know you've looked into it a little bit. I've looked into it. I haven't tried. I haven't. I haven't followed it anymore. I haven't had the time. Yeah. Well, he uh, Ryan Upchurch came out. Didn't he catch a charge or something? Who's that? Ryan Upchurch. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, he came up with a. Uh, a song for it. Well, he he came up with another song, and I can't find it. I'll I'll try to get it next week, but it's basically like uh, Johnny Goble wants to tickle fight the mayor, and it is also uh, hilarious, like the uh, other one was as well. And uh, but I, I will I will try to pull that one and have a clip for that next week. Uh, it's funny you say that. My grandfather used to say he when we were misbehaving, he goes, "I'll give you a licking with a feather." That was his, that was his thing. <laughs> I, I, I never got spanked with a feather. I got spanked with a, a limb, a switch, you know, uh, sometimes the actual tree. So, a uh, tree? Well, like a tree branch. But, you know, you, you've heard some of the stuff from my mom. I did actually deserve it. So, <laughs> you still you do. You were a little bit of an asshole. <laughs> what do you mean, I still do? Why do you say that, Dirty Dan? I don't. I wouldn't go that far. Thank you, Rebecca. Really, really, you are the one that said that first after he pulled some shit in his mom last phone call. Well, yeah. See, oh. but see, but but I but, said he but used to just, be an asshole. I yeah. didn't say he, he currently is. Yeah. Like I didn't you. say he's an asshole. You said I he said still does. I said he still deserves a beating. Oh, oh, okay. For, oh, from okay. okay, got you, got you. From all the stuff that I, you got, yeah. you got built, you got, you got. Beating debt. Gotcha. Like um, karma debt. Like karma <laughs> debt. You know you're caught up on karma debt when you have instant karma. You ever do well, something dumb and then karma bites in the ass? You're like, well, at least I'm caught up on my oh, karma yeah, debt. Oh, yeah. Well, so and we're on instant karma now. I will be the first one to tell you that uh, about 10 years ago, karma hit me all at once and everything that I ever done bad in my life, I, I was on the level. Everything that I will do. You know, it, it was took care of 10 years ago, you know, because it, it hit me hard. Uh, Dirty Dan, open topic. What do you have for us, my friend? Not a damn thing. <laughs> Nothing at all you want to talk about? I, I, I'm, I, my, my, my brain is in, if you can't tell by my st- 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 stammering and the stutter I suddenly developed, um, I... I, I don't know where the fuck we're at today. Dirty Dan's been very busy. Well, okay. Now, that, 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 that will kind of segue into something. I, I was <clears throat> going to pull some of the private messages that Bola and I messaged after uh, episode 82. I didn't get a chance to do that. I will paraphrase and break down, and it goes along kind of with what Luke's email said about how the show took a turn after the, you know, after the email. Um, 
Bolin basically said, and this is the biggest compliment in the world, that, you know, and, 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 and Bolin, if I mess up, I apologize here, um, that, you know, this is a real show. And it was, he loved that we got real. And we talked about real topics and real world happening events. And, you know, I always used to say when I started this show, we're not going to talk about politics. You know, I think that we've grown as a show where we can talk about anything. We can talk about world events. We can talk about politics. We can talk about anything because we are real. You know, we all came together, you know, through through the map. I mean, that brought us together, you know, and there's and there's still stuff about the map and Antarctica and, you know, that, that and aliens and UFOs and Bigfoot and all that stuff that, that we'll talk about right. from time to time. But I do think after episode 82 that the show did take a turn. And from here on out, you may hear more real world subjects in the show as well as the other stuff that, that we've made our name in. I mean, I, I've always had the, the premise of I'm not here to piss off one person. I'm here to piss off everybody. Well, <laughs> <clears throat> like well. At, at some given point in time and, and, and doing something like this, you just have to be understanding of the fact that if you want any success if you want any sort of base, if you want any sort of growth, you at one point or another are going to piss everyone off for some reason. Yes. Not intentionally, not maliciously, but everything we talk about is not everyone's cup of tea, a cup of tea. <clears throat> and, you know, if you don't like it, don't listen. If you do like it and want to hear more, listen and write it. But at a certain point, it's just going to be a revolving door. And at one point or another, you will not like something or you won't agree with it. And we move on. That's just how it goes. And so, like, the, the, the real talk, I don't, I don't necessarily think that the show is taken a turn or changed because... Um, you know, even even in the beginning stages of the show with mm -hmm. just you, Goose, like you talked about some things, and I know that everyone starting to listening was was not all about it. But it's every time it's just that revolving door is going just to another spot. So I think last week it was just to a different spot, or two weeks ago it was just a different spot. Right. I see Rebecca wanting to yes jump in. I just, I kind of want to, I kind of want to take the opposite approach to you, Dirty Dan, and kind of take it a different way. And I, and in doing, in becoming a creator, right, and in getting asked to come on this show as a guest way back when, and then now being, you know, doing this full time as a part of it, and also being on the ship show, and you know, doing my own thing. And the biggest thing that I've learned is that just, just to be authentic, right? Like yeah. we are real people, we have real lives. There's real things going on in the world. And I feel like the shows, all of the shows that I do are constantly changing and that, that needs to be celebrated, right? Because that's a sign of growth. That's a sign mm -hmm. of progression. There's been so many people, so many amazing people that I have met through, met through this journey 
and and seeing everything come together and and building these these friendships and these these bonds and these relationships has been truly next level and and has changed my life significantly and for that i thank all of you but the show's gonna change and i think that people come and they stick around for the authenticity it doesn't matter what we talk about i think you're right and uh you know a couple weeks ago i did drop a bomb like rebecca said but you know, I'm not ashamed of the person I am. When this show first started, we were in a in a climate where people hated the police, you know, and there was there was a lot of people that should not be have been the police and probably still are. Uh, I didn't say that I was that, not to deceive or to hide anybody. I did not want to be judged on the on the acts that the ones that shouldn't be doing it based. I didn't want to be grouped in that class with them. So that's why I came up with a cookie factory. And here's an interesting inside show note. When uh, Gertie uh, with the Spooky family listened with Elliot to some of the first shows and I heard cookie, she heard cookie factory, she's like, I thought he was a policeman. When did he start working at a cookie factory? Because there is actually a real cookie factory about 20 minutes from where you know I am right now. And uh, so, I, I, you know, it was kind of like I just, you know, uh, adapted that. Not to hide who I am because I'm very proud of it, but I did not want to be judged based on that because I'm different. And I think I'm at a point on the show now where people listen to the show. They can tell that I'm different. I'm laid back. I'm not, you know, the, the, the typical, you know, follow order type of guy. Um, you know, if, if I was ever given an order that infringed on somebody's rights, I would, you know, that, that, and to be blunt, that shit's not going to happen. You know, I'm not doing that. So, uh, and I think the show has changed some and uh, evolved, but, but it is growth. And I, and I think we're proud of that. I know I'm very proud of that. Uh, you know, uh, especially today from where we're at today versus the first show, me getting on here and reading stuff and, and butchering it at, at that. Um, but things in the world are totally, totally different today than, than they were five years ago, two years ago, one year ago. Speaking of that, I'd like to address a comment. Please. Rebecca, if you want to scroll up and find Chaotic's comment uh, to me. Oh, you're talking about the diesel? <clears throat> yeah, the pilot Flying J. Um, I don't know if any or everyone is aware of this, um, but uh, here, here's going to be some more real talk. Uh, buckle up, buttercups. It's about to get really fucking rough out there. Um, we have been facing a supply chain shortage. Uh, not not the, the BS toilet paper scare and all that shit that they keep putting on the news. Um but but a real crisis of uh, a lot of these trucks running out there on the road rely on what they call DEF, diesel exhaust fluid. And it is 32.5% urea and 67.5% deionized water. And Pilot Flying J is the biggest seller and of that. And they get it from Union Pacific Railroad. Well, due to all of Joe Biden's fuck-ups out there and ruining everything, uh, unpopular opinion, don't care if that offended you, fuck off. Um, I said what I said. 
uh, we are now not having it imported and it is uh, it is being told by Union Pacific that the I think like 64% uh, of the total urea they bring in uh, is going to be cut down to 30% or less and that includes fertilizer because urea is a huge fertilizer um, all the DEF fluid for trucks for personal vehicles now because the government fucked up and made that a thing too and it is just going on top of already being harder and harder to get parts to get things to get products to get goods um, Alan it uh, it's been affecting us for years now not just suddenly when it finally got brought out in the news um, it's going to get worse before it gets better I saw some information that uh, at least around here the gas price is still going to go up about a dollar fifty by the end of summer. That means diesel fuel will probably be eight nine dollars a gallon. That means third Dan's going to be walking to work. So, um, yeah, it's oh, and Kimmy K says my hub is a truck driver and the company's making less money per load due to the gas prices. It's not even less money per load; it's just less loads overall. Um, this is probably the worst I've seen it ever, and about half the parking spots at my job have just been parked for two, three weeks. People have gone home. People have gone to hotels. It's cheaper to do that than it is cheaper to run their trucks right now. Do you think this will get better anytime soon? Year and a half, two years. So once he's out. Now, see, that's, you know, why can't we do something about this? I mean, you know, I'm not saying let's start a, you know, let's storm the White House. You know, I mean, my my. Oh, we all uh, saw how that turned out last well, time. Well, you know, my. I mean, you know, I have a total different opinion on that than anybody else does. But, you know, a friend of mine, close friend of mine, told me earlier in the week. He 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 works at a chain grocery store back here, and uh, he said that the Heiner's Bread Company, who typically delivers, you know, once a week. Starting next week, we'll only be delivering bread one day a week because they can't afford every day. Yeah. So, you know, Heiner's is, you know, that's a bread company, and then there's other stuff that they make as well. That's definitely going to create a shortage. And, I mean, somebody needs to do our, – our politicians need to do the right thing and put their foot down and do something. Uh, you know, you may think so, it's you, you may think it's un-American that I'm about to say this. Like Dirty Dan said earlier, if you don't like it, turn the channel. You don't have to listen. The January sixth stuff, okay. And I, I, I'm just I'm I'm basing this on what some of the Constitution and stuff says. When the government becomes too powerful, it's the people's job to step up and stop and uh, abolish that government. You know, we need to do that. We we need to step up and do that. That is not mutiny. That is not treason. That's what it says. That we should do. And I think we need to do that. I mean, because this is just ridiculous. You know, uh, gas, as as high as it is, I mean, there's some places in California, it's almost $10 a gallon for one gallon of gasoline. But yeah. we got no problem sending another fucking $40 billion to Ukraine. Now, that, 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 that pisses me the hell off. That Oh, that so, pisses okay. me off so bad. So, so just to add more fuel to that fire, 
and I'm sure it'll be coming more popular in the news late or coming up, but because I got into a debate uh, with someone about that, and it was a friendly debate because he, we, we, we understand each other are on opposing sides, if you will, but we like seeing the others to offer. The $40 billion to Ukraine thing um, was just about one and three quarter percent of their fiscal budget. Um, how about the $1.5 trillion that are in circulation right now that 93% of it is unaccounted for? That's yeah. How do we lose money? You know, click on that last comment there. You know, inflation. That, that let me read that. It says, right, while we starve and struggle to get to work, but let's help Ukraine. That is the biggest joke. I mean, that is the biggest. Joe Biden is giving the people the middle finger, you yep. know, by sending all this money over there. Everybody so, across the board, it, regardless it, of your political stance, your religion, your color, it doesn't matter where you live. You are getting fucked you are, hard. You are. So the $30 uh, an hour is now $10 an hour. Yeah. Based on inflation rate. So, um, uh, I'm not going to say what I make, but hey, I'm back at minimum wage now in today's yeah. society. So, um, you know, I, I have, and and Rebecca can attest, I have a lot of money wrapped up in, in tools for my job. Mm -hmm. I have invested quite a lot in that. And they're worthless now. Because you're not able to work and repair the trucks and... For a multitude of reasons, due to the 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 rising cost for no fucking reason, um, you know, to to do what I to to have everything I have today, I'd be spending seven eight hundred thousand um, dollars. To and 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 that's not realistic. Nobody's going to do that. <clears throat> to have all of that and only be making minimum wage at this point, right, is a kick to the fucking teeth tenfold. To have all that and to not be able to get parts that a year or two ago, there was 19 or 20 of these, then $1,600 parts on the shelf. Now the cost is $4,600 and they're on intergalactic back order with no sign of coming. I, I know I know you laugh at me saying intergalactic back order, but... It's like true. Stuff, I know it's a struggle. Well, I when mean, stuff used to be on back order, we'd have an ETA of like if if I ordered something in May, you know, I get an ETA of like six thirteen twenty two or earlier. Right. You know. There's nothing. There's nothing. Nothing. It's not even being shown as like it's in stock across the pond. It's literally just no estimated time of arrival. Something has has got to give. I mean, some something has got to give because I don't think we can take another two years of this, a year and a half of this. You know, I do not wish death upon anyone, but you know, we would be sad. We would be better, you know, if Joe Biden wasn't our president. And I'm not. I don't care what your political views are, but He's you not can, it's Obama. Well, you know, it's. That's another story for another live. Yeah, Dan. yeah, yeah. That's a. That's we a don't whole, have time to go down that rabbit hole. Today. That's a whole different. It's not a rabbit theories. hole. He he came out and said it. 
Yeah, so... Uh, another another uh, episode. I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. Speaking of conspiracy theories, have you guys heard about uh, Aaron Salter Jr.? Negative. He is a uh, retired uh, police officer who was also an inventor, and he was recently killed in the uh, Buffalo shooting on May 14th. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Now, Luke Fugit brought this to my attention. I'd already been aware of it, and I'm just we'll briefly discuss it because this is something on later shows that we will get into big time. I just want to make people uh, aware of this and let them look into it and think about this. So, Aaron Salter Jr. was also uh, an inventor. He had a YouTube page, and he had a patent for the uh, for an engine that runs completely on water. So there's a lot of people now saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, the hydrogen okay. engine." Yeah, yeah. So he he met the same same fate as Stanley Meyer. You know, Stanley Meyer was the first guy that made the engine that ran on water. He died under mysterious circumstances. You know, and Aaron Salter Jr. Wasn't he the one that said that I was poisoned? His last breath was yes. I was poisoned. Yes. Because we had this conversation on my live because I got them yeah. confused. And, and and I think he was actually uh, Stanley Meyer. I think that actually took place in Ohio, maybe between Cincinnati and Dayton. Uh, it's been some time since I've read up on him, but. Aaron Salter Jr., he was also working as a private security guard for the grocery store that uh, Peyton, the shooter, uh, went into and started shooting people. Aaron made contact with him, and, you know, they uh, exchanged gunfire. Aaron did hit him, but uh, the shooter had on body armor. But some of the people are saying that was the reason that the whole Buffalo thing happened is because they specifically targeted that grocery store because that's where Aaron Salter Jr. was at. Have you guys heard I mean, about I that? I Well, I mean, I haven't, but I, I would believe it. Well, I mean, you know, think about it. You know, you have gas going up, you have gas going up and here, you know, this, this happens. And one of the first people shot one of the first fatalities is is the security guard that's a former cop that uh, engaged him. That just happened to be the creator of a hydrogen engine, which would literally which, take the atmosphere surrounding it and run. And he actually had a patent on it. Now, you can since look up the patent. Um, I did uh, late last week, and it's showing that it is uh, expired now. And the guy's not been dead. Well, he's, you know, he, he's not been dead two months now. And his patent is expired. Why do you think that happened? We all know why that happened. And it's, it's sad, you know. It's really sad because I had saw... Before the Buffalo shooting, I had saw some videos on TikTok and YouTube where he was talking about his uh, water-powered engine. And, you know, if you, if God has gifted you with a brain and you can help mankind and make stuff like this, don't let anybody know about it. Don't, don't let the yeah, government know about it. Tell anybody. You know, go out and make a change and help people. Don't let anyone know about it. Cover of Darkness, your best friend. Exactly. Rebecca, what's your open topic for this week? I, 
I want to um I want to make my question of the week my open topic. Okay. Please feel because free. It kinda, so it kind of goes into like manifestation and the collective coming together and not buying into any of this bullshit anymore. So my question of the week is this. Cause then we can get everybody thinking about it too. Okay. Is what would, what would society be like if bullying did not happen? That is a very good question of the week. Ooh. Yeah. I am writing that down. And I'll read it back to you to make it sure I've got it correct. Nope. Motor keys is typing it out for you. <laughs> so, uh, what would society be like if bullying, bullying didn't happen? Correct, or didn't yeah, exist? What would what would society be like if bullying did not happen? That there is, we go. That is that is very good. Very good. Do you guys want to go ahead and jump into some of our question of the week responses from two weeks ago and read some of those and we'll set everything up and close everything out. If you're listening to the podcast show, uh, you will have a news interruption coming up here momentarily for the news. Keep diving down the rabbit hole while we take a break. You're listening to here to chew Bubblegum with goose and dirty Dan. We'll be right back. With Here to Chew Bubblegum News, I'm Goose reporting. From Men's Health Magazine, four malicious alien civilizations could live in our galaxy, scientist says. Uh, Thankfully, the chances of them invading Earth are less likely than an asteroid wiping us out. Most people agree that we should be monitoring the airways, so to speak, to search for other civilizations in the universe. But people strongly disagree about whether we should send our own message. If a civilization is malicious, do we want them to know we're out here? Are we waving hello to our own executioners? Alberto Caballero, a Ph.D. student at the University of Vigo in Spain, explores a really thorny issue within the community of people who think that SETI, that is, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence, uh, whose main job is to listen uh, in space just in case we ever detect signals of life elsewhere or even receive a broadcast sent by another civilization. Active SETI, sometimes referred to as METI, messaging to extraterrestrial intelligence, is a form of SETI that has been barely practiced since the first interstellar radio message uh, that was sent in 1974. Caballero explains in his paper that active SETI remains a sore subject because some believe we're drawing attention to ourselves from a totally unknown, possibly malicious aliens. From Hardwire.com, NASA tests planetary defense system as a potential hazardous asteroid zooms towards Earth. NASA partook in an international exercise to test the operational readiness of limiting or preventing global destruction from an incoming asteroid. The exercise that included 100 participants from 18 countries, including NASA scientists. While 
There are no known asteroid threats in the near future. Astrometers around the world say that they like to stay and watch for any new potential dangerous asteroids. Last year, more than 100 new astrometers participated in an exercise to test the readiness of the community as it pertains to detecting and tracking new asteroids that could pose a threat to Earth. Well, Insider.com says two people fell into a chocolate tank in the Mars M&M factory, prompting an emergency rescue. According to the report, rescuers were forced to cut a hole into the tank uh, to help the workers exit the tank. The tank was partially filled with chocolate at the time of the incident. The two individuals were brought to a local hospital, and their conditions are unknown as of Friday. OSHA is investigating the incident that occurred at the Mars Wrigley factory in Lancaster County. Uh, Regional Director for the U.S. Department of Labor told Insider in a statement the two workers were were performing maintenance inside the tank when they became trapped. OSHA has six months to investigate the matter and release its finding, the spokesperson added. A Mars spokesperson told a local media outlet that they were extremely grateful for the quick work of the first responders. The factory did not immediately respond to Insider's request for information. Classic Rock 96.com in Texas reports that a recently posted Texas mugshot is receiving bad comments. What happened to the guy named Cody Lee Tracy, uh, who was seen in a Henderson County Sheriff's Office mugshot? He had two large black circles under, under his eyes. Was this a real injury or tattoos or entirely something else? Here is what Classic Rock 96.com knows as of now. Uh, the mugshot was posted by a group called Busted Newspaper from Henderson County, Texas. The page posts all the mugshots and give details on what caused a person to be arrested. In this case, Cody Lee Tracy was arrested and booked into jail on Sunday, June 5th for the possession of marijuana. Uh, after checking the jail roster online, it looks like Tracy was still there at the time this story was released. And in case you're wondering what made him stick out, he was dressed in a black and white jail inmate uniform with two large black eyes or makeup or tattoos, and he did, in my opinion, look like the Hamburglar. That's it for Here to Chew Bubblegum News. I am Goose. You can always call, text, or leave a voicemail. For Here to Chew Bubblegum at 606-373-3396. Rock me, mama, like a wagon wheel. Rock me, mama, any way you feel. Hey, mama, rock me. Rock me, mama, like the wind and the rain. Rock me, mama, like a southbound train. Hey. So I guess we'll jump into question of the week responses. Well, you're first, Goose. We're waiting yes, on I you. And <laughs> the question of the week from two weeks ago was, has the price of gas affected your summer plans and how you're currently living? And uh, I took all these from TikTok. Uh, I'm not reading all of them. So some of my favorites. 
Uh, at Hippie Chick Unlimited says yes, but but not letting it bring us down. We bought a 14-foot pool, and we're going to have campfires and pool parties this summer. That's an excellent answer. Dirty Dan. Uh, Lake It Easy 369 said, yes, I spent vacation savings on garden supplies. I've been prepping since 2000. Fuck Joe Biden, and I'm enjoying my garden. Help me de-stress. I got minus from Slytherina. So, Bella, yes, 555-569. I don't want to go anywhere, but I absolutely need to. I'm sick of giving them money. One of my favorites, my well, actually my favorite, Beautifully Calm 8 says, I think it's caused us to shift, uh, shift the significance on things. Still going to go and do, but we can do one to two decent mini vacations. That's a win. I think that's great. You know, I always like mini vacations. Uh, Maple 8 says, yes, we like random road trips, but currently we are holding off on making any plans for going anywhere very far from home. Cannot blame you. And then someone replied to Amy's comment, just the tip of the spear, <laughs> just the tip. I just agree with minute. this statement. I don't plan trips. I do them spontaneously. Been holding off for a while now. Crying emoji. At Gretchen Patton says, yes, it is. I'm currently starting a second job to pay for increases in fuel, taxes, food, and insurance. And that is very sad. Yeah. It's crossed my mind. Can I just say, Goose, that it, do you know who some of these TikTok people are? Because you, like, you gave Chris Corey's, too. It's just, it's funny how, like, I think you don't know who you're picking, and it ends up being people that, like. Sometimes you know I, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. So, uh Jeep fam Overland, uh, it, my buddy Corey, I've known him. I met him because of diesel trucks. Um, Do you know shit. that? That that's Corey? 2011, 2012. I did know that that was Corey. I just recently. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, Jeep fam Overland says, not just summer plans, but our way of life. Uh, we travel full time, and now we are discussing how we will continue to do so because of this shit show. And I'm just going to add on top for him because I know his answer has slightly changed in the last couple of days. Um, running a heavily modified Jeep with a front axle that is now loose and goes like this uh, is also, you know, causing a hurt to that. So sorry, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> and then wrapping it up with Ginger Mama Ashley. Yes, I refuse to leave unless it's to go to my prenatal doctor's appointments or to pick up my grocery order. And again, that was last week's or two weeks ago question of the week. This week's question of the week, what would society be like if bullying did not happen? You can always call. I will make a video. We will make a video. You can always call, text, or leave a voicemail by calling 606-373-3396 to answer that. Or they can email. How can they email Dirty Dan? Well, they can email Goose at here at ChewBubbleGum.com. Uh, Dirty Dan at here at ChewBubbleGum.com. And Rebecca at here to bubblegum.com. And uh, Kimmy Cakes, we're going to have to hold off on that. I'm going to address this comment real quick. Going to have to hold off on that because uh, Black Thumb as well. Why are you Who? pointing to Rebecca? What did I do? I'm keeping your views alive. You're not. I made one. a dandelion field. I'm learning the things. Hey, I, buddy. I, I have a weed growing in the kitchen. And I water your grass sod pod. That's awesome. See, give her some credit, buddy. Damn it. She's learning. I also keep all of the four-legged and two-legged creatures alive. Those aren't gardens. Rome was not built in one day. I'm aware. 
And I'm keeping currently four chickens alive. So I know I can't really brag about the chickens, but I'm keeping four of them alive. Well, uh, our shout out to TikToker of the week is at Real Colonel Sanders. And uh, I want to take just a minute to explain. If uh, you guys have, are not following or have not saw at Real Colonel Sanders, this is Colonel Sanders' great, great, great nephew. And uh, he's a very talented guy with media and so forth. He actually dresses like the colonel and takes questions. And he also has a goal that he's asking for people to help him achieve. He is attempting to uh, contact KFC to let them make him the official spokesperson spokesperson for KFC. And you can check all about uh, that out, the information, sign a petition, all of his YouTube stuff. Again, our TikTok shout-out of the week is at Real Colonel Sanders. Be sure to check him out. Don't forget about upcoming episodes of Mingo Moments, Cooking with Dirty Dan, and The Shipwreck Show. And also now reading with Rebecca on YouTube. Reading I with always Rebecca. forget to tell you about the things that I changed. I am going to write that one down right now, so it will be there next week. Hey, hey, Goose! I I, I do want to say this too. In the in the format email, I liked the bowling with bowling. Uh huh. <laughs> what did I? Yeah, yeah. Well, see, that's the name of his YouTube. When he does a segment that will be posted this week on YouTube, bowling with bowling. So. Yeah, but you have it backwards. Shit, I did, didn't I? <laughs> That's what I was saying. <laughs> it's bowling with bowling. <laughs> dude, dude it, it has been a long week at the cookie factory. <laughs> uh, I feel you there. I fucking feel you. <sighs> so, Counter onions unite. Nice. <laughs> you want to uh, close us out, Dirty Dan? Yeah, so as always, folks, be sure to go check out some of the friends of the show. You can go over and check out DJ Nikki's very own Carbon Capture Shield. It's carboncaptureshield.com. Um, check out the, the the projects he's he's doing, being involved with, being a part of, and what he's hoping to roll out here to help all of us and the world again. Go, for, go check out our friends on YouTube or their website, Adventures with Purpose. It's adventureswithpurpose.com. Um, the AWP team is always is always doing good for for the humanity and goose's favorite till valhalla project go check them out spread the message spread the awareness spread the word yes be sure to check those out i want to say special thanks to carlin for all the voiceover work be sure to check out and support friends of our show that have their own shows i'm talking about ck and uncle bill over at deadpit.com talk junkie with justin perkins jordan brad of down on the holler elliot gertie and beagle of spooky family podcast the mountain mysteries podcast with chris sloan and if you're a fan of cronkite you can check him snowman and large marge out over at paranormal trucker on youtube don't forget about john marshall and the paranormal podcast every tuesday at 8 p.m you can find that on facebook and twitch as well as youtube if you want to awaken more be sure to check out the lovely talented sweet kind keeps two-legged and four-legged creatures alive and is an expert at growing weeds rebecca short check her out on tiktok and twitch thank you you are very 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 welcome that'll do it for this week we'll see you next week and until then so long for now maybe i'm not leaving maybe i'm just going home Thanks for listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum. 
Tune in next time as we dive deeper into things the government doesn't want us to know.